Welcome to episode 156 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about Cardi B at the Grammys and guarding your heart and mind. The Gospel Outpost presents Nobody Special. Hey everybody, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the host and Twitter feud specialist of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is the podcast where two generations of people are looking to find God in pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Caleb, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is out yes. today, mm-hmm. and it was fantastic. Yeah, was it? it? Amazing. You've seen it? Amazing. Wow, Caleb, what was uh, your favorite part? Because it definitely came out today. I really like when he, uh, you know, was flying around and and mm-hmm. him and uh, you know the Winter Soldier were cracking jokes and making mm-hmm. fun of each other. I thought that was really uh, that was great. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. It it totally built up their 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 coming together. I mm-hmm. actually thought the coolest part was when um, Doctor Strange came out and. Unkilled uh, a Natasha uh, uh, Black Widow just unkilled her. Yeah, it was unfortunate because mm-hmm. I really I don't like the character of Black Widow, mm-hmm. so I was hoping she was just dead. And after the movie, that she'd mm-hmm. just be gone. But you know, it was a it was a bit on the nose to have come out and gone. No, this is the real end game. Yeah, the real end game, the real one. Yeah, you know, and I think especially after the last one vision thing, you mm-hmm. know, like people, uh, you know, were really, you know, they're just building into the MCU, you know? Mm-hmm. They just really like to attach it to those movies. So how did you feel about the Flash crossover? Because they're doing a multiverse thing, too. So yeah, the Flash yeah. in there was like, what? Yeah, I thought it was cool. I really wish they would have... Uh, Gotten used... to it faster. <laughs> oh, God. Used, uh, you know, the Flash from CW. Uh-huh. Grant Gustin. Yes, um, yes. But... You know, Ezra Ezra Miller's fine too. Yeah, but instead they got the one from the fifties, which I th- I thought mm-hmm. was an interesting take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> this is a stupid bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no. Um, we have we we tape on Thursday. We haven't seen this. We're excited though. I'm actually really excited about this one. Yeah. Uh, they Disney's been doing a great Same. job cranking out really good Marvel content. There's going to be mm-hmm. a Marvel thing coming out every week this year. Seriously? Uh, yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. You including know, the movies. It's actually, actually kind of a lot. For me. Right. Right. They I was have, barely um, able to keep up with WandaVision. I still haven't finished Mandalorian. That's not Marvel. I know. Okay. Just one Wait, Plus. you haven't finished Mandalorian. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. All right. That's gross. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. Because you're going to miss Gina Carano. Uh, there's someone who uh, listens to our podcast <laughs> who... deep figure face out of there. Who, who, who he, he, he common, he accuses me of being a total simp for Gina Carano. Mm. And I just... I know I had that episode a few episodes back that I talked about Gina Carano and just how right, right, amazingly right. beautiful she is. And yes. he has since called me a simp over and over. And I'm just, I need to make one thing 100% clear. Absolutely. Like yeah. 100%. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Gina oh, yeah. Carano, please come on the show. She married. Hold on. Did we already Google oh, this? Danny, Gina Danny. Carano. Danny, Danny, Danny. To Henry I can't Cavill? With you. 
Oh, no. Okay. Oh, I was <laughs> like, wait, wait, what? But, like, you know, what? no, Gina Carano is not married yet, but uh, open offer. Wow. Just kidding. Sorry. She's 38 years old? 38, yeah. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Anyway, we're not going back to Gina Carano. You we're like on... girls older than you, huh? Mm-hmm. I like Gina Carano. We're not doing this. We've already done this. Episode. <laughs> I'll never hear the end of, dude, you're a simp for Gina Carano, which I am, but... I don't want to. I'm. I'm not trying to lean into that as a personality. Yeah. But um, no, I'm actually really excited for Falcon and the in uh, the Winter Soldier. I think they're. It's. It's going to be fantastic. I'm yeah. super excited to see the place they're going. I think so too. I. I think I'll like it way more than WandaVision because I just. I don't know. It seems more uh, tangible. Yes. Less witches. Not none witches, but less witches. <laughs> it's more straightforward, I guess is my point. WandaVision was just like, every episode you're like, what's going on? Oh, and they give you bits and pieces every mm-hmm. time, and it's just like, I have no idea what's going on. By the yeah, end of it, was... I was like, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> we haven't had an opportunity to talk about that on, on on the podcast. It was a it was a risky show. I mean, especially how they started. They they uh, they started in, in, in standard, kind of a 4-3... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, kind of a framing. It w- it was the square-ish framing, um, black and white. Yeah. You know, for three episodes and no plot at all. There was none plot, mm-hmm. and that it became the most viewed program, I think globally, uh, was r- kind of kind of exciting. I mean, they they uh-huh. they it, it was a gamble because it's it's a weird premise. It's a weird was program. It a gamble? Yeah, I actually Marvel? thought it was a gamble for that. Well, well, they were trying the new things. They, they started out. in the fifties, and then in the sixties, then the seventies, then the eighties, then the nineties, and then the plot just went. I wouldn't crazy. say it was a gamble. I think it was a cool idea. Yeah. I think it was cool. I yeah, don't but think it was that a gamble people... to pull it off. I mean, because it's hard to pull off. No one wants to watch black and white. It's not true. Standard frame. Standard frame. I was like one of my favorite movies that was released in twenty nineteen was. Uh, or 2020 was a black and white. What movie? Three. The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse? With uh, Robert Pattinson and uh, what's his Why face? did they shoot in 4.3? Shot it on film. Because film people are just, you know, really fancy. Oh my gosh, they did. Um, it, so what really, kind of movie is this? It's like a psychological thriller. It's kind of it's crazy. And... and yeah, I think you'd like it. It's weird. Okay. It's weird. We'll have to try that one. <laughs> it is real weird. <laughs> but still excited about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Gosh, that I pulled up a really creepy image that we're just not going to look at. <laughs> Wait, where? Aubrey Plaza and Bill Murray. Oh. She's doing... Well, I think it's because Aubrey Plaza's eyes are fully open. Oh yeah, uh-huh. That's, I don't like that. We'll throw that up in the episode just so we can all see it. No, we won't. <laughs> we might throw it up. We have it in the notes. Maybe we'll see. Um, but no, it's been it's been a crazy uh, few weeks, especially for Christianity. They, Caleb, tell me about this new discovery that they found. Yeah, there was new biblical text found um, from that era. At least mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's confusing to call them biblical texts, but it kind of was ish because it was like, from what I read, it was like from Zechariah, and it was like a different 
I don't know, they were like worded some things different or something like that. Yes, yeah, so the different man scripts of the biblical text. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so kind of a bit of really nerd history. So, yes. fast forward however minutes you want in this podcast until Caleb talks. But, um, the, 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 kind of the first texts of scripture we probably don't have them and don't know where they are just because we wouldn't uh and they the way they disseminated out the information to people is by copying it and every time they copy that there's a chance that a a uh a comma could get tweaked or any of that um but because it was a biblical or it was a text of importance they got copied a lot Mm -hmm. and um part of biblical interpretation is comparing all the copies to determine um yeah and it's it's almost like finding the average of (laughs) of different copies uh kind of there's more of there's more of a science behind it but it's still an art mm-hmm. now a lot of people can go through this and think um so our bible is just guessing that's actually not true the kind of differences that are being debated are so small and so boring and so tiny yeah that's just like i don't care you know like <laughs> yeah like literally what they were saying is the word um is from chapter Eight mm-hmm. verses sixteen and seventeen in Zechariah, mm-hmm. um, and it was talking about. I think I have it pulled up on my phone still. Actually, it'd be nice for me to actually uh, quote this. Uh, and it was saying, I'll just read it. Um, These are the things that you shall do: speak the truth to one another, render in your gates judgments that are, render in your gates judgments that are true, and make for peace. Do not devise evil in your hearts against one another, and Love no false oath for all these things I hate, declares the Lord. And obviously this is ESV, so it's different than that. Right. But right. They, this is not the Hebrew word, from... The word gates was actually translated um, by them into streets. So it's like minor differences where it like still means right. the same yeah, thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, And it's not like these huge... It's, it's never talking about like salvation, you know, where they're right. like... <laughs> right. Like, some people have gotten super into, um, you know, this kind of aspect of it, and they've kind of came to the conclusion that Christianity is false. Um, Because they've spent all their time talking about the differences between the texts, that they don't actually get into the things that they're all proclaiming to be the same. Um, You know, Jesus as Christ is 100% agreed upon in all the biblical texts. There aren't any that go like, well, maybe if this were moved over just a bit it would be this like that that's not the, that's not the place that it is yeah but part of the task of the biblical interpreter is to be truthful to the original text which is problematic because we don't have it um mm-hmm. so it's it's a matter of going through understanding which of gosh and and there's really big dumb books in it too about um are the German copies actually reliable? And some of them, yes. And a few of them you can kind of discard because they were done in like 1300s Germany or something like that. I'm pulling that number out of my head. Uh Um, And people write very long, boring papers about this. Uh, For most people, the best conclusion is your Bible is reliable um, Mm -hmm. with a few exceptions. If you're reading like the Passion Translation, it's not. Um, (laughs) But Danny, no, it's not. Um, so, so anyway, it's 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 cool though because this gets into the 
the the archaeological evidence of Christianity yeah. and gives it a weight that um, it can't confirm that it's true, but it can confirm that the things people stated back then, there's consistency mm-hmm. among yeah. them, right. and that's worth taking into account. Yeah, and it's this is, I mean, it's cool too because obviously the Dead Sea Scrolls were found in the 60s, right? And I think 50s, 60s. So, yeah. Let me, I think biblical historian is so far out of my so wheelhouse since the Dead Sea Scrolls were found in 1947 in the early 50s. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so 1947. Um, this is the first time we've found scrolls since then, yeah. So, it's kind of, yeah, dope. I mean, they found other stuff, but um, it's just it's old. So mm-hmm. a lot of it's decayed, and the thing they're talking about, they don't have you know complete intact uh, things. And even if they do, opening them is is kind of like yeah, don't do that. Yeah, they'll just crumble. Figure out yeah. how to. I'm looking at this picture right yeah. here of this, we can put it on the screen. I'll do this one and not okay. Just, I'll replace it. <laughs> we'll copy that one in. Um, and yeah, if you were to try and unravel this, it would uh, it would disintegrate. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> Just yeah, absolutely. Into ash, basically. Mm-hmm. So, so they have ways of opening them up, but if they get um, a massive chunks of text, it is a gold mine to a historian. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, "We likey this good." Um, so, yeah. so they try and track those down. Do you imagine then, being the one that gets to like translate that? That would be insane. It's super hard. I bet. I mean, it's yeah. It's I think one of the most hard. interesting thing that. Like through all this um, that they're talking about in this article that I'm reading from Jerusalem Post, mm-hmm. um, and that was also in the Dead Sea Scrolls was the these texts that they found were in, written in Greek, and but they still kept the name of God. Um, it was written in Hebrew. Yes, which I thought was like yeah, that's fairly cool, common. That yeah, yeah, they said it was a common thing to just like translate. The importance of mm-hmm. you know his name, yeah, and I thought that was cool. Yeah, that was. I mean, the and honor. that's even what we do nowadays. You know, like when we say God's name, like we we're not like God. I mean, we do say God a lot, sure, mm-hmm. but it's we say His name, and then I think it's cool that's passed down through all of these years. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, no, no, they had a uh, total honoring of the name of God, especially because of the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they, as a caution to not use the Lord's name in v- v- vain, they chose to, um, not actually use it, which I feel is a slight overstepping of like, well, that's not actually what he said. Um, it's coming out of a place of honor, but there are still times to invoke the name of God that they just didn't. Right. Uh, but, um, and I, I always screw this up. Um, the name Jehovah Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not a real word. So, no, no, it's it, it's straight up. Not, it's not a real a word. So yeah. it takes the oh gosh, this I'm such a nerd. Yes, takes the tetragrammaton of Yahweh, the Y H W H, and puts in the v- v- vowels out of Elohim, and it's mm. Jehovah. Yeah. So they did that as a as a means to use the name of God, but still not get close enough that they could be accused of using it in vain. Yeah. So Jehovah's not a real word. 
I mean, it is now because it's how words work, but it's not it's, a real word. Uh, it's the biblical equivalent of gosh. <laughs> Basically. Or like G-A-W-D. Come on, guys. We all know what that one is. No, I said G-A. God. So. <laughs> God dang it. Like, no, nah, that's still the same thing. <laughs> it's still the same thing, buddy. Um, but... No, yeah, part a part of this is is exciting because they they are they're not able to go and check like digital copies as all of us have today. Mm-hmm. They have to go back and check archaeology. They can't update them, yeah. so they have to check you know these types of things. To us today, is a Isn't fair amount crazy? of things. That's a stressful mm-hmm. job to like preserve stuff like that. I would. Oh yeah, yeah. I would not be good. Yeah, but today, I mean, things are pretty easy to keep because they're digital and right. e- even Twitter is uh, being archived. There's a person who's like archiving all the tweets, which is terrifying. Just go ahead and... Archiving the tweets, all tweets. Select all, save. That's what this guy's doing. Anyway. Wow, okay. That's crazy. Yeah, like I wouldn't, but (laughs) that's that's different. It's like a waste of time. But hey. But a person doing that, though, they would end up and have some pretty good Twitter feuds in there. But like, wait. I know you're trying to transition out of this, but I, I was, I was just we were right there. Just imagine how like we crazy right people there. probably thought, like, they were back then from like keeping these. I mean, obviously not this. Obviously, they knew the importance of like these texts that they were copying mm-hmm. down. But like all of these other things throughout history, where it's like, bro, like, why are you keeping all these papers, dude? You know, like. And we might look at that as crazy, but yeah. who knows? I don't know if God's timeline is coming back, but it could be another 200 years. And we're like, wow, what if this guy didn't archive all this stuff? I this think we're all hoping for the next 10. <laughs> like, call it, you know. Yeah. But anyways, try and do your transition. I'll give you uh, round two. Go. Round two. Round one was amazing. <laughs> I really worked hard for that, and you took it from he me. He probably had some pretty good Twitter feuds in there. Sorry, that's not what you sound like. <laughs> good grief. Okay. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> We're now feuding, Caleb. You and I are feuding. Hey, speaking of feuds, there was a pretty good internet feud the other day between Candace wow, Owens and Cardi B good. over Cardi B's performance at the Grammys. Yeah. How are we going from Dead Sea Scrolls to Cardi B twerking at the Grammys? This oh I sometimes hate myself for how we Cardi pan B. the shows. Um, so, now, a couple things happened. Do you know about the story, Caleb? No, okay. I don't. So, I'm, I'm going to rely on you to we, communicate everything that needs to be communicated. Caleb and I, and I'm speaking on behalf of both of us at this point, um, we don't care about the Grammys, mm-hmm. period. Yes. But Good also, chance. this year, we don't care about the Grammys because they snubbed the weekend. What kind of garbage mm-hmm. was that? Yeah. Absolute garbage. He's still, still on the save charts. your tears, all right? It's great. Checking lyrics in my head. Okay. Yeah, you should be fine. People yeah. know that if you're listening to a the secular weekend. artist, you're not going to get safe lyrics. So I'm I just imagining. Oh, yeah. He's a secular artist. Let's be sure and say that. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Christian podcast Sorry. recommends The Weeknd. <laughs> um, but one thing did come out of the Grammys that was worth talking about. Granted, talking about not condoning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cardi B's act was overly sexualized and gross. Based on her um, grossly hit song, WAP, which does not stand for worship and praise. Yeah. 
There was a story of a youth pastor who told his lead pastor that WAP stands for worship and praise. That's and great. so the lead pastor on Sunday, he said, we need more WAP in this church. <laughs> and everyone went, excuse uh, pardon me? And the youth pastor, uh, either uh, he, yeah, he's just like, shut up, Gary. Look down at the floor. Look down at the floor. So anyway, um, Cardi B and Candace Owens have a history of calling each other out on Twitter, and it can. Who is Candace Owens? Candace Owens is a conservative commentator who uh, has testified before Congress. Um, She started the Blexit a movement or the Black Exit a movement out of the Democrat Party that actually got a fair amount of traction in 2020 to to the point that um, Donald Trump got more African American votes than any other Republican candidate, I think, in the last three to four decades. Uh-huh. Uh, so anyway, <clears throat> all this to say, Candace Owens, she's very smart, she's very tough, she's very outspoken, outspoken, and has taken a job at Daily uh, Wire with Ben Shapiro. So between the two That's of right. them, they will be speaking at 200 words per minute, yeah. uh, and just keep going. <laughs> Let's be honest, 300. Yeah, okay. right? <laughs> just, you know, them together, like... <laughs> Uh, but a Twitter feud broke out because, in a weird way, Candace Owens not enjoys Cardi's music, but understands the spot Cardi is in to be a positive impact on millions of people. Mm-hmm. So calls her out on the over-sexualized and gross performance of, um, gosh, I can only say so much on this podcast, of two artists simulating sexual acts with one another on stage. Mm. Um, I've not seen this. Yeah. Or do I want to? I saw like a three second of the clip and went, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, so a Twitter feud broke out as they're calling uh, calling each other out and Candace Owens, who I say rightfully thought the act, it was kind of gross, and called out Cardi B, who once admitted to drugging and taking advantage of a dude sexually and then nothing happened. Um, so it ended as as Cardi B posted tweets or a doctor mm-hmm. tweets of uh, of things Candace had quote actually said when in reality Candace had not said anything to the fact and it would have stopped there except it called into question the morals of um, Candace's I think his brother Candace's brother uh, and so Candace said like hey it's a thing. It's one thing to come after me, but you're coming after my family now, so you'll be hearing from my attorneys because that's straight up libel for posting doctored tweets. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are on that. Wow. Yeah, it's. You can call attorneys for that? I'm confused. Uh, yeah, because it's a libel. Libel? What does mm-hmm. that mean? Uh, liable or libel? What are you saying? L I B E L. A libel. It's. I'm, I'm posting. Um, fake things about a person to defame their character uh, in public. It's it's a slander, but in print, essentially. Okay. Yeah. And to take a tweet and doctor it to say, this is the thing Candace said, is a form of libel. So, um, hmm. I don't know. I, I think... I actually think Candace has, has some good points, though, that this whole thing is overly gross and sexualized. Um, yeah, and I think this is a real problem in our culture today. Is the over 
sexualized nature of entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, I think for sure. And I I think that it's really, I mean, not even just an entertainment. It's just our world. I mean, let's be honest here. Mm -hmm. And, and I think it's, it is infused in our culture. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's even bleeding its way into Christian culture for sure. You know, like it, it is impacting us. Um, because I honestly believe that sexual, um, sexual sin and stuff like that Mm -hmm. is one of, I mean, I think it's just, there's a, it's easy to believe a lot of lies about it and it's easy to, um, because it is a very like hormonal thing. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it is easy to like, just let things happen and sure. And there's, and so I think that out of all the sins, I think that sexual sin is, is this thing that is just, I don't know. There's something about it that is special in a sense that, um, yeah, cause it's, it impacts it's, you a lot more. I think yeah. the consequences it has are bigger than most other sins. And, mm-hmm. and I think that when our culture is just like saying all of these things, and obviously when you're at the Grammys, one of the biggest music shows and, and they're supporting not this year th- things. Yeah. It's ratings tanked. Um, and it's, yeah, I didn't even know it happened to be honest. But yeah. like when when there's an act, and you know, it's obviously, I mean, anyone who knows Cardi B knows it's just all very mm-hmm. over sexualized and right. Um, but but I mean, I I guess that's part of the 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 struggle I'm having as an old man and as a Christian. <laughs> old um, man, as sorry, old man. say that again. Uh, <laughs> well, it, well, because I mean, the point of like eh, music these days, too much sex, which is sounds old manish, but. Honestly, the music these days there's too much sex. I mean, um, I, I I had a chance to preach on some of the problems in culture and I, the the age of exposure to to these types of images to normalize them is getting younger and a younger. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people understand the depth of the impact. I mean, average right. age of pornography exposure, just exposure. So granted the habit isn't built, but is anywhere between 11 and seven, seven, um, studies put yeah. that as the, as the average. So that means there's a few on either end of that as far as average crazy. age of exposure. Now, all this is creating is questions in a brain that is unable to actually process the information it's getting. Yeah. Um, because a seven-year-old should not be sexualized, nor do they need to be picking their gender or their sexuality at the age of seven. Yeah. We barely let them pick their own clothes. Why do we think they should be able to make yeah. these types of decisions? Right. But this has become a normative um, in the same a week of trying to cancel Pepe Le Pew because he's creepy. Uh, we, we. To be fair, Pepe Le Pew is rapey. Like, I mean, can we say rapey? Yeah, he's a bit rape creepy. is a word. Well, but I'm what saying rapey. He's he he's definitely creepy. That was bothering to me as I watched him growing up. Like, yeah, he's this is not okay. What he's doing, like, this is not okay. Um, but but to to try and cancel the cartoon and then permit this, I think is so intellectually dishonest and manipulative right. to the culture. Yes, uh, that it's unfair and is killing our children. But like. Sure, but I think it's it's such it's such a fine line in their head, but it's not the same. Like it's, these yeah, things, like, these things when no, you this promote is different. them, I'm doing it. Like 
that's honestly the problem. Like you look at the the marriage marriage is just dying mm-hmm. overall in America, and you look at it, you know fifty percent is uh, divorce rate. Yeah, and and then people just want to have sex with whoever they want to, mm-hmm. and and then and also simultaneously, we're walking this fine line of consent mm-hmm. that doesn't even really exist because no. people can just make up whatever they want and can and take I'm it not, back after the fact, which and is then, not. And consent. it goes both ways. People yeah. can make up whatever they want and attack and accuse whoever they want, and then that just also, you know, diminishes. Mm-hmm. Um, the consequences we can give to the 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 real, you know, th- and right. I'm not like, and it's right. hard to tell even nowadays, you know, it really right. is. But like, but there's there's a lot of actual sexual trauma, and then there's made up stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. let's just be honest here, and and you want to have this 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 life where you have sex with whoever you want, and then you want to have this mm-hmm. life where you're also simultaneously, um, not you know raping people and stuff, mm-hmm. and like. It just doesn't work, right? You know, because because well, if I turn s- sex into a transactional thing, mm-hmm. then if I buy a person dinner, then this is the transaction. Yeah, and if I don't get the transaction, then I've been cheated out of my money, mm-hmm. uh, and all that it's doing is prostituting all females by yep. treating in that manner, and in in a, a a destroying actual manhood is being destroyed mm-hmm. because instead of being protectors we've turned into the gimme monsters from children's books we're a bunch of boys not any uh, men out there so right. by creating this thing that it's transactional it's it's become a thing i'm entitled to instead of a thing that is intended to be um enjoyed between a man and a woman that are are, are, are married to the glory of god right and it's it's becoming a normalized and yeah that our 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 children are starting to think that this is just a, a, the thing that they do at this age and that is the most damaging part of this whole uh a thing and in a grammy's influence all this the influence that's being told to them is being crammed down their throat and they're unable to actually process the information they're seeing right yeah i, I mean in yeah, and I I don't really know as far as music goes. I think that all of those types of artists and stuff are definitely towards the younger crowd. I don't know many um, people my age mm-hmm. or older than me that mm-hmm. listen to that type of music. Um, I mean, I think that there's definitely like sexualized music that mm-hmm. people my age and older than I like that we listen to, but no one's actually like truthfully listening to cardi b or or i mean there are people i'm right. i'm speaking at generalizations here but right. um or all these different rappers and stuff like it's just not as common and and it is common but it's very very common in young people people in middle school high school elementary school like mm-hmm. and that's what's crazy about it is that like um, I think especially, I mean, I can look back to my time in high school and I'm sure you can too, where you're freaking, you have all the hormones in the world and sex is all you think about. And so why wouldn't you want to listen to music, you know, that's being catered to you? See, but I, it, it was never this bad though. I mean, to be honest, it, it was oh, never no, this Yeah, bad. that's what yeah. I'm saying. And that's why it's like, bad is because younger people are going to mm-hmm. flock to stuff like this. And yeah. 
This um, uh, this album is now the number one album for the longest amount of time. Um, dang. Like, album by a female a rapper. It's been on the Billboard charts longer than any other. And, and I think that's part of the issue is that there are plenty of people that actually are indulging in this. And they're choosing to say, this is a thing I'm okay with because it speaks to this primal flesh type of a nature that I hold right. instead of actually taking a stand and not getting it. I mean, um, there were plenty of... Gosh, I don't know how to say this. There were... I was a teenager at a point, but I didn't often prime the well for that, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, That sounds way gross than I mean to. Like, I didn't indulge in overly sexual type of music or any of that. And Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things that... That made it easier I don't, yeah, to not I don't think give there's in a lot to the of, temptation because I right. didn't indulge in the things. Now, granted, that's not true for a lot of my other friends, but um, that wasn't a thing I was super tempted to do because I understood the biblical stance behind it. Right. That sounds as if I'm like, oh, I'm better than everyone. I screwed up in other no, ways. I don't think, worry. I think everybody knows, especially mm-hmm. Christians, like because we are Christians are hyper aware mm-hmm. of what is impacting them. Um, spiritually, physically, mentally. Are they? I would say more so like, than more so they? than the normal, like than people who don't know mm-hmm. Christ, because they're not. Yeah, well, they're they're trying to act on like improve themselves, sure, but like every everyone is. But I'm saying when it comes to stuff like this, I know that if I listen to music like this, like it's not going to affect me in a good way over time. Right. Absolutely. Because I'm. Because I'm hyper aware of that because mm-hmm. of Christ, you know, like, but I would say someone who isn't, you know, like it, it's just like easier to just, mm-hmm. you know, listen to stuff or watch stuff. And sure. I mean, but this is a problem you and I talked about a few weeks back, like off cam that, that, that the differences, especially in topics of sex, the differences between Christians and non-Christians are honestly pretty, um, minuscule. Mm-hmm. That that there's plenty of things that Christians are engaging in in a statistical manner, not an anecdotal manner. That that you know, like my friend Gary, right. but th- it's a thing that plenty of Christians are just not trusting God in at all. It's, exactly, but it's this that's type of thing. that's kind of my point is that we know we aren't though, and and anyone who says they don't <sighs> is lying. You know, like as a Christian, okay, yes, yeah, you know what I mean, mean? like. So, because it's just normal, it's a normal thing for mm-hmm. culture. Like, so if you're truly hundred percent, hundred percent bought into culture, um, then of course you're just gonna go along with the flow of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Christians who will, I, I, yeah, I mean, obviously we talked about it. Like, a hundred percent are actively indulging in stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But Sorry. I think the difference is not that they're 100% just, are actively indulging in that. No, Those were two that, different sentences. Like, a hundred percent, I agree. Yes. People are indulging yes. in that. Thank you. One hundred percent of Christians. One hundred percent of Christians. I Not love because one person screws up your whole stack. Yeah. It's like me. You know, someone bursts through the door. Me. Yeah. I am the one. Um, <sighs> but a lot of Christians um mm-hmm. do indulge, and that's where I would say the difference is is mm-hmm. that we we are 
just more aware of it. Mm -hmm. So I think trying to say, um, as Christians, should we be angry at the Grammys uh, and and, in the performance, that's that's a softball easy question because yes and duh uh like no one's gonna say well maybe we should no we should be outraged um i mean but, i wouldn't say we like, should be outraged yeah well like because it's at the same an time easy question you know i'm not I mean? like surprised you know what i mean yeah and and i think that there's the a response of anger is not good but i would say like i i 100 think anger is fine i think it depends on who you're directing it Towards. Yes, absolutely. But anger is totally acceptable in this case. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think that I just, I, I like to, I'd say it's safer to not lean on the side of anger because of, I feel like it can just lead to unhealthy things. But I would say that like there should be a level of frustration mm-hmm. and um, like an awareness mm-hmm. of how toxic this is for um, right. people like it like it it goes both ways a for christians mm-hmm. and b just for everyone you know and that's what's frustrating mm-hmm. about about it is cuz like although like i can look at the culture and i can look at the people who are who are bought into it and and that think this is great and mm-hmm. fine um and i can look at them and be like oh they're they're in that um you know they're just mm-hmm. that's their problem you know but right. like i think that that's where we as christians need to have a different mindset is right. like in in the fact that like we should feel feel sorry because sure. a I mean we want people to know I, I realize now I, I make a lot of a and b things I like to count off my sometimes life you make a things yeah <laughs> a b c sometimes we get to b go ahead um but I'm saying I think a lot of it, it would be easy for us to just like be dismissive and be like oh that's their problem mm-hmm. but I think we should be more aware and like want better for people even if sure. they aren't but but following I th- christ i think anger is completely appropriate here i but but the thing that you mentioned is the good qualifier though is angry at what it's get angry mm-hmm. at the right. right thing and and but anger is 100 percent appropriate and I, but yeah i but think not to the point i mean jesus goes into the temple starts throwing tables or I'm not going to be yes, the guy yeah. that tells Jesus, like, yeah, you might want to scale no, back a I little bit. No, I think the, I'm, you know, children let are me dying. clarify what I mean, because I think that I, I've children just seen this, dying. seen this a lot. Mm-hmm. I think that anger, I believe that anger is fine. You just need to watch it carefully because I know for myself yeah. and for a lot of other people, even if it's righteous anger at first, it right. can quickly turn into not. Absolutely. So I think like, sure, be angry, but then calm down and, you well, know, ang- like get to work. You know, Anger's a, tool too i mean Mm -hmm. you know a hammer is there to put in nails i don't take the hammer and try and make it a screwdriver anger has a place and a purpose absolutely right um because it fuels passion to a good thing um but i'm not even be angry enough to pray to to give the culture to god to to do those things, to, to pray that things change. Don't be, right. I mean, don't don't do the thing like, well, I'm just gonna send Cardi an email, tell her she's gonna go to hell. Like, yeah, don't exactly. Don't be that guy. That's that guy. No one likes that guy, and it doesn't actually help. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But but to say is this a good thing or a bad thing? That's a softball question. Yeah, yes and duh. Right. Um, but it does bring up an opportunity to actually talk about the stuff on our end that we pump into our heads. Because to be honest, a lot of us aren't that much uh, different. Yep. Um, especially in kind of the thing we were talking about that the cultural pressure of Christianity isn't. Um, it it, it is pretty great and Christians are indulging in things because they've primed the well and right. they, they've they put in a thought in order to bring out a more of the same thoughts actual kind of the place that comes out of is priming an actual well if I'm trying to drill down and get a well of a water you, you, you actually have to give it a water in order to produce more um, the, I'm explaining it horribly but I've done it that I can have a well tip down there and just by pouring in a bit it understands like okay now water comes out of it in abundance beyond that and if i prime to good things then good things come out of that because Mm -hmm. that's the thing being fed right but i think a good part of that comes out of colossians chapter 3 verses 1 through 4 do you want to give that a read for us yeah since then you have been raised with christ set your hearts on things above where christ is seated at the right hand of god Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. So I, I think the big part of this is that our, our, that old person that actually indulges in those types of things and things of the flesh that primes the well to to things that are not of god that person is dead and to be honest that person they they they've been dead on arrival that they're they're going to die in a manner period there isn't a thing that we can do that they aren't going to die it's they're going to die and i'm either going to be in christ or i'm not um in an eternal kind of aspect that person is dead Mm -hmm. let that person die then um and and if I keep going back to the older things, the uh, the things of the flesh, then it it just tells, it speaks that I don't actually trust God in this area. Right. If I if there isn't a difference between me and a non Christian, then it's probable that I'm just not trusting God in this place. Mm-hmm. And too many Christians have have claimed I gave my heart to Christ, but you haven't. Because there's been no change that Christ is actually king, um, that you, the old isn't dead, it's still there, or, or I'm still feeding it, I guess is a better way yeah, to put it. which I, I know what you're saying, and I think it sounded like you were saying people aren't saved, so I'm just going to clarify that really quick. Like, sure. Maybe. I mean, that's sure. But, like, I think it's more helpful to say like there are things like what are you not trusting god with and mm-hmm. how can you because obviously you can i i i believe you can be saved and f- takes time for fruit to show mm-hmm. you know like and sure so like what are you not trusting god with in and like how can you be sanctified in that um sure i i've had a lot of conversations personally of I'm a Christian because I prayed that prayer that one time. And I'm like, there's no evidence of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's not that they've been a Christian for three minutes because I'm, I'm very gracious towards 
you know, baby Christians because they're right. baby Christians, but I'm talking decades and it's like, no, I prayed a prayer. I was eight or five. So I'm good. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. Um, because there's, there's been no transformation, no change that's actually occurred. Yeah. And, and there, there is a, I, I guess to, to a few people I am kind of, I am kind of asking, it's like, are you actually saved? But to those that know they are, then, Mm-hmm. Stop trying to feed the dead person. Yeah, I think that's a good point because, I mean, I think it's a lot of people like that. Um, they want like kind of the get out of hell card, yeah. and, and it's actually very interesting. One of my one of my students actually last night mm-hmm. uh, surrendered his life to Christ, which was amazing, awesome. But it was it was very uh, like scary in the sense that. Like he was, he was in my mind like one of the, one of the most best, like our like best kids, and right. always answered the questions spot on theology. Like he knew everything, um, all of this stuff, mm-hmm. and then like he surrendered his life to Christ. I'm like, that's that's mm-hmm. scary, a because yeah. like, I mean, he admitted he's like I I never followed, you know, I never became a Christian or uh, was truly saved because mm-hmm. I I just wanted to not go to hell. Right. And, and he, what he realized right. is that it's not enough. I need a relation. The, the point yeah. of Christianity is to have a relationship with Jesus. Right. And I'm not going to be changed unless I have a relationship with Jesus because it's, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't be more like him if you don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what he realized. And that's kind of very similar to my testimony. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very common. Like you said, for like people growing up in mm-hmm. church, that you're like, yeah. oh, I'm seven. Cool. I prayed a prayer when I was prayed four, so and now I'm good. not going to hell, and I don't have yeah. to ever, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but like but, I think that that that's a great point because. Yeah, because we we need to be actively in a relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. We and, do, and to stop trying to feed the dead guy. I mean, right. that's a a big point, especially in verse three. It says, "Because you died." Mm-hmm. Our our reasoning for putting our mind on things that are above, none, not on things of the earth, is because you died. Yeah, you didn't make it out. Okay, right. Um, you know, died as in not dying, dead. Yeah. Um, and those things of the earth, to be honest, are the things that did them. Yeah. So if we've been given a gift of our l- 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 our l- 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 life is <laughs> is in uh, Christ. Mm-hmm. Why go back to the thing that killed us? You know, like why go back to the thing that is so destructive to our well being mm-hmm. that it caused death? Yeah, and I think for me in times where I examine myself in those times mm-hmm. where I just want to live in the flesh, you know, mm-hmm. like I think the answer to that for me is commonly, uh, whether it's something, you know, big or small, like I think mm-hmm. music is actually a big thing for me. Like mm-hmm. I would love, and I, and I really enjoy it. Like I think my, my, secular artist is Kendrick Lamar mm-hmm. and there's some of the songs that are I mean obviously they're just like kind of angry and right have you know definitely sex things in them and mm-hmm. and I think that like I look at that and um I think 
there's times where I, I, I'm deciding in the morning, I hop in my car to drive wherever I'm going, and, and I'm like, do I, do I really want to put on some, like, you know, music that is not so great for me, or mm-hmm. do I want to, like, put on some worship? I think, like, that's, this is obviously just a very small uh, example sure. of this, but, like, it's, it's satisfying to listen to old stuff because, I mean, I think... Mm-hmm. I think it just, it's fun. I think yeah. sin is, that's the thing that sin people need to understand is we would sin. Have stopped if it were terrible. Yeah, sin is fun. It feels yeah. great. Um, and, but I think what you have to, what I commonly realize, getting back to my point, <laughs> is that when I look at things like listening to worship music, like feeding my myself spiritually, mm-hmm. reading my Bible and community, mm-hmm. it takes, um, it needs to become a habit. And, right. and it's going to be like I, I typically like my argument to myself is like, oh, it doesn't, you know, like it's as simple as uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel good right now. So I just I'm I'm going to wait until tomorrow to start doing that or right. something like that. Or the right. next time I hop in the car, Which I'll put on worship super music. Super not how disciplines work. Right. Yeah. And and that's that's it right there. Mm-hmm. Like it takes discipline mm-hmm. and and I think that that is why we continually like to feed our flesh because mm-hmm. it's easy and it feels good. And, yeah. but it feels better um, to receive the fruits of the spirit when we are actively disciplined in them. I mean, you're teaching right. a freaking class on that right now. Um, yeah. But like that's straight up yeah. what it is, is I think well, it's convenience over, um, a part, a part of a part of the the questions as as I've been te- I'm I'm teaching class on spiritual disciplines. Part of the two questions that keeps coming up are, do I actually trust God and in what person is getting the glory in this? Mm-hmm. If if I'm trusting God, then that means I trust God even though I may disagree. And I think that's the big part that a fair amount of Christians think they have to give their. Uh, in, intellectual consent to agreeing to God, you don't. Uh, and, and nor is God <laughs> waiting on it. it. It's like, oh, I hope I, I hope he agrees I'm king. No, he's already king. doesn't matter. God doesn't need you. God wants a you, but doesn't need you. And hmm, I, That's an interesting I think thought. that's a, a, a big a big difference is I don't I, I don't make God king. God just is king. Mm-hmm. And if God is king and a good king and I'm trusting God, then there are plenty of things I do, not because I understand or even agree, but because God is king. And mm-hmm. and, it, and that means I do have to take an honest, uh, l- an honest thought at the places I put my time, the things I think about, the movies I go to, the music I pay attention to, all these kinds of things I have to be honest about. Is this a thing that is encouraging me to grow in the new person that Christ made me to be, or is this me trying to feed the dead guy? Mm-hmm. And the, I, we don't enjoy asking that because the answer usually sucks. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> to be honest about it, it means that you have to go, if I come to the conclusion this is bad, I know I have to just give it up. Right. But the question is still going to come back to do you trust God in this and who gets the glory? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's straight up. And I think that like, yeah, that's why it's so difficult is that, I mean, I think it, it's, it's really just a, uh, 
almost almost like the marshmallow test in a way. Do you know what that is? Oh yeah, yeah. I think I taught you the marshmallow test. Yeah, maybe. Probably. Yeah, it's one of my favorite <laughs> psychological experiments. And I think that that's yeah. that's what we as Christians deal with every day. Mm-hmm. Is is do I take temporary satisfaction that isn't mm-hmm. going to be as good as eternal satisfaction? Right. Um, and that's literally that's what it is because. Mm-hmm. Putting in the discipline takes a lot of time, mm-hmm. but I know because I've tasted and seen that the Lord is good. Mm-hmm. Um, that if I if I discipline and if I give Him the glory, mm-hmm. that that is what we as humans are created to do, right. and that there is not like not even satisfaction is like the proper way. It's just like right. it's just it's connecting to your freaking purpose, you know, mm-hmm. like and it feels. You feel mm-hmm. a lot of things, you know. You and and I and it's way better than your yeah. freaking little marshmallow that you get. I, I've I've compared it to choosing between Gordon Ramsay or Ronald McDonald, and <laughs> and too many of us are choosing Ronald McDonald mm-hmm. when Gordon Ramsay is offering us the gift of his food. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like yeah, but I've had the McDonald's cheeseburger before. And it's, I'm more comfortable with it. Like, yeah, yeah, but homie, take the better food. Like, take the better thing. And, and to us, that's the same as the kind of the glory of God of of take the better food. Yeah. Um, don't trade the old because it tries to feed the dead guy if there's a, a new and better thing being offered. And I think the encouragement is uh, to us as Christians to be mm-hmm. honest about the things our time is going to, the things our energy is going to, all these things in order that God can be glorified because right. that is in our best interest. Mm-hmm. That God is a good God that's not trying to like, I'll take all their fun from them, but you can't listen to fun music. Instead, it's a, hey, this is killing you because it's not the w- way I created the world to be. So mm-hmm. cut it out. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I like it is uh I mean it's interesting because I think that I think that there's a time and a place for for some things that are more secular than others if that mm-hmm. makes sense where I wouldn't where it's almost like what we were talking about earlier with the weekend where like it's hard for me to recommend him to everyone uh-huh. because I don't know where they are spiritually in their life. Right. And I think that it genuinely depends right. on where you are mentally and spiritually. Mm-hmm. Are you able to listen or watch stuff? Right. Like, because I don't think it's always bad, but like if you know you're in a vulnerable place where you're not mm-hmm. speaking truth into your life um, and, and you're not listening to God and you're mm-hmm. not obeying him and you're not glorifying him, like, then it's times where I'm like, maybe I shouldn't watch this movie tonight, but, you know. But I struggle to find a good place for WAP. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. That, okay, like, yeah. The, 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 I'm talking about some there stuff. Is a like, there's, a, there's a line. Yeah. Yes, of course. A, yes, I uh, like when I 100% agree. I, I think if I was emotionally and spiritually mature enough to handle it, I just wouldn't go to it in the first place. Right, and I like, think that they, I could watch this no impact. I think probably we means all, I won't watch it. We all have that discernment in us. On like, there are some things where you're like, right. I shouldn't. I just shouldn't watch this. Right, or I just shouldn't listen right. to this. Like it's genuinely there's right. nothing beneficial there's about nothing it. Nothing glorifying <laughs> about this um, act. But like, yeah. So I mean, so the, I, I the, tr- the official stance of nobody special on 
a WAP, just to be sure we're clear, is <laughs> gross. Yeah. But yes. no, I, I, I agree. I think there. Are, this goes back to some earlier conversations about just like artistic expression and this kind of stuff and understanding mankind as a means to glorify God. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Just not WAP. Yeah. Can't, like I, no, I no think can that do. I can trust that everyone has the discernment to realize what stuff is too far just in and of itself and what stuff isn't. Um, and as a cynic, I do not trust the people have that ability and even I think that people myself know, the most. I think people can play dumb um, intentionally, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, I would say Gosh. most people know. Oh, hmm. Those are conversations for another day on that. <laughs> do people actually know? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. So... Well, we want to hear from uh, you guys. How is how is y- y- your uh, media intake for music, movies, and all that? Do you think it is it it is better to be a more God honoring? Wow, that's a really dumb question. Is it better to be more God honoring? Um, how does that affect uh, your spiritual day to day by the stuff that you indulge in? Mm-hmm. I feel like the wording of that. I'm assuming an answer, but you know, we'll just see what you guys got. Uh, so, if there are answers to that, there are a few places that we can get those answers and maybe talk about them on air. The first you can is go to thegospelpost.com/slash nobody special. I'm, I'm going out. <laughs> Hey, hey, I just wanted to help you out, Danny, all right? I just wanted to to take something off your plate. Okay, fine, I'm back in. Um, And if you're watching our YouTube version, you now know that I record these in pajama pants because, (laughs) whoops. Whoopsie-daisies. Sorry. Caleb, where can they go? Do do you want to say it? I'll let you say it if you want to say it. I don't even know where we are anymore. You can go to the gospelpost.com slash nobody special and you can find a form there where you can ask us questions or say hello. We'd love to hear from you guys. You can also go to Facebook and Instagram at nobody special podcast and slide right into our DMs. That's why you don't let me do it. That's it. Yep. Oh, I forgot. Okay. <laughs> and then also YouTube. You can um, find us there under the gospel post is the channel. Like, um, comment, subscribe, turn on notifications. It's also another way to reach us. So, yeah. Yeah. Those are dog. all things you have to do for YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe, turn on notifications. Anyway, we appreciate all yeah, the people who stuff. tell other people about our show. We are immensely cheap and not taking our stimulus money for Danny advertising. Is. Let me just no, make a Well, we both are. Let's be honest. We're both kind of cheap. But uh, our... Our show spreads by word of mouth, so anytime anybody tells other people about the show, we are so thankful mm-hmm. to all the people that have done that. Yes. So, thank you so much. You know who you are. <laughs> That's kind of scary for some reason. I don't know why that sounded real shady. You know who you are. <laughs> um, gosh, sorry. That was worse than I meant it to be. So, well, Caleb, I think that... <laughs> we're going to end on that We're going to end on that. What? How should we end? <laughs> Uh, Jesus loves you a lot and he died for you on the cross for your sins so that you may be um, imputed with his righteousness. I'm feeling really unholy for wanting to end on a gaffe now (laughs) so we'll just end with that. So, Caleb, that's a great ending. Jesus is somebody special but that's going to do it for us today. Mm -hmm. So I'm Danny. And I'm Caleb. And we are Nobody Nobody Special. Special.